What's up, motherfuckers? It is motherfucking Friday. Look alive, everybody. We got the whole fucking weekend ahead of us. And, um, you know, Let Me Find Out Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. The official sponsor of summer 2023 San Diego. Sunny San Diego. What's up, everybody? Um, Getting hyped up in here. What's up, Castro? How you doing? How you feeling? What's good, perro? I have to take a day off. Um, it's my birthday. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, you guys, but you're gonna have to be sitting with me today, flying solo today. My boy Castro really out there living his best life. My boy has been having um the whole week off from work, so you know he deserves it. And you know he he he's been spending a lot, a lot of time with his boy. If you guys uh, follow him on IG, follow him. And um yeah, so he couldn't make it in today. He's actually a Padres game. He's gonna be at Padres game today and tomorrow. Um. I think all weekend. Fuck, I don't know. He's got. He's a season ticket holder. Hit him up, and he's looking for dates daily. Um, so hit him up if you want to see a Padres game. I might be joining him, but joining him today, Friday. Um, gonna try to be good. Uh, try to. I'm gonna try to be a good boy. But um, fuck, you, you already know. You, you get me with that fool and drinks and this and that. It, it gets kind of wild. It gets kind of crazy. And man, that's why. I, I need to reevaluate my life sometimes, but fuck, man. It's been a long ass week, and you know what? It's this motherfucker's birthday. Go, go, go. That's right, Castro. Happy motherfucking birthday, the big 2 8. Everybody, go show my boy some fucking love. Send him nudes. Cash App, Pepe Nasty, Venmo, Zell. He'll take EBT cards. He'll take virginities. I don't fucking know. It's his birthday. Go. Tira la tanga, you know, at that fool. Um, so we're going to be celebrating. That's what he's celebrating today. That's why he couldn't be on. Um, and, you know, all fucking weekend. I'm sorry, boy. I can't I can't make your little photo shoot tomorrow. Oh, he's going to be holding his little two and eight. And, you know, he's going to maybe destroy a cake. I don't know. But, um, but yeah, we're going to be selling. Maybe, I don't know, maybe a bestie uh, brunch on Sunday, something like that. You know, some of you bees out there really be celebrating your birthday all month. Um, so why not? You know, it's Leo season. Like that fool says, you know, he's a, he's just a bad bee. <laughs> Don't look crazy. But anyways, moving on, guys. Like I said, you're going to have to be sitting with me. It is uh, flying solo today, which is uh, cool. That that fool, he reached out to me fucking super last minute. Thank you for that, fool. But um, I, I was looking forward to this episode, actually, because um, there's some stuff I want to talk about. Um, some stuff on the news, some things that don't fucking add up. And I was uh, looking forward to having my boy and, you know, bouncing shit off of him, see what he thinks. But uh, he's going to, you know, leave me dry this week, which is all right. And we're not going to leave you dry. We're dropping the episode today. You know, he told me, hey, if you want to drop a episode by yourself, go for it, fool. If not, um, you know, we're going to continue next week. But I said, no, no, no. The show must go on. This is let me find out. So I'm gonna let you guys find out some shit that's been on my mind, um, not adding up and that. Um, but before I get started with that, man, my week has been crazy. Like I said, I, I be working a lot, day and nights, day and nights, and my head keeps spinning. 
I feel like I always say that. I feel like we always come in and kind of like talk about work and this and that. We we're both um you know we both we're both drivers and work long hours and so that's why that fool deserves it hundred percent. I hope that fool's been having um I haven't heard much from him this week, but it looks like he's kind of enjoying this time off. Every time I call him, he's like, "Oh fool!" Like I, I ask him, I ask him, I was like. What's up, fool? Like, what are you up to? And he's like, oh, I can't even do shit, fool. It's fucking hot outside. It's hot outside. He's like, even my boy thinks it's hot outside. He says, he takes his boy out and he's like, hot, hot, hot. I'm like, yeah, fool. Well, that's, that's, he's going to pick up on it. That's why you're always complaining that it's hot. But uh, so this was been hiding in AC, um, you know, just chilling, probably watching Netflix or just living his best life, hitting um, hitting restaurants and shit. So I'm like, that's dope. Um but yeah, for me, it's been a, a long work week. It's but it's, it's cool. I feel like I, I we kind of complain about working, but at the same time, man, life choices. Like, who told us to fucking be working a job that you know you have to work 10, 13 hour days, um, day and nights? You know, so that's a hundred percent on us. And you know, if you're a youngster, if you don't know what you 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 want to get into, shit, man, hit me up. I'm looking for drivers. You know, I'll put you through class B, uh, school, whatever. Thought crazy. Just kidding. But anyways, um, like I said, long week, man. Look, I, guys, I've been having this stupid-ass um, little wrist injury. That's why I haven't been able to work out. That's my excuse, right? That's my most recent excuse. But anyways, I've been having a wrist injury for like a month now. I'm like, what the fuck, bro? I've been putting creams on it. I've been, um, you know, I mean, how, how, what can you mostly do? I didn't break it. I mean, my bones are fine. Um, I feel like my, it's just like right below my pinky, right? When I, when I, it's like maybe like five, 10 pounds that I can put on my wrist and, and, and it really starts hurting when I rotate it. It's happened to me before. Um, I went to TJ and they give me like some, and this inflammatory, I guess. Uh, but this time I'm like, all right, like I finally got, um, I got health insurance finally, which is a big step in adulting for me. Um, I got it through my, my union. So whatever, I was like, "Fuck it, let's let's see what this chiropractor shit is about. Let's see if it's legit. Maybe these motherfuckers know something I don't. Maybe they can make me feel brand new, you know, out of the box. They could give me some fresh legs, and you know, like I've mentioned on here before, I I get sometimes I get some like joint pains and shit like that. Man, I feel like later in the future I'm gonna have arthritis or some stupid shit. But anyways, I hit up um I I hit up a chiropractor spot, which is kind of cool right there in La Mesa. And what's so cool about that that I thought is that it included in the price or whatever, you know, what I had to pay. It was at Chris. I was like, man, I'm going to because I want this shit. Uh, you guys don't understand. Like, I want this shit done like now. I'm fucking tired of, of like of, of wimping it, you know, not being able to carry weight or fucking do my normal day to day. So I'm like, dude, I need to go see a legit chiropractor. I need this shit gone today, tomorrow, now. So. I booked it with the chiropractor, and he's like, x-rays, and I'm like, fuck, man, like, how long is that gonna take, you know, technology, man, crazy, I fucking go in, and this guy, you know, uh, starts taking pictures of my hand with his little machine, and boom, instantly into his computer, I was like, oh, shit, that's dope, um, it didn't take time at all, he, um, you know, uh, looked at my hand, and this is what pisses me off, guys, this is what pissed me off, so I went through the whole x-ray, and then he, this guy starts saying, oh, your, you know, your bones look fine, man. Your bones look fine. Your tendons look fine. He busts out his little iPad and he starts like move, removing muscles and ligaments and nerves. And he starts explaining to me my hand. I'm like, bro, I don't give a fuck. Take this pain off me. Make it go away. Like, what, what, what are we about to do? Like, are we going to hit the surgery? Like, are we going to put a cast on it? What do you want? Like, what, what are we going to do? Some steroids maybe? 
this was Thor saying that I'm healthy as fuck and you know like and basically saying that I just need to ice it. Okay. So WebMD could have told me that. My fucking 10-year-old nephew could have probably told me that. My mom could have told me that. He said, you know what? There's nothing wrong with your wrist. I sit and some rest. I'm like, oh, my God, man, these motherfuckers. That's what pisses me off just kind of in general. That's kind of like the stereotype that I have in my head about um, doctors here in the U.S. I guess just U.S. healthcare all overall. You kind of, you know, you think you're dying. You have symptoms. You feel bad, you know, whatever it might be. You see professionals here. You go in, you wait in line, you fucking go to the ER, you wait hours, they take your stupid vitals, and at the end of the day, you go home with some Tylenol and, like, a little brochure or something. It's just fucking ridiculous to me. It's fucking stupid, and that's exactly, um, I was getting, I was getting uh, kind of pissed. So, at the end, um, he just kind of, he's like, oh, I'm gonna realign your, your wrist or whatever. He kind of just pops, man, he, this fool just starts doing, like, pulling on my knuckles and shit, like, like. Like, it's a big science or big deal, right? And then he kind of, like, oh, I'm going to realign your wrist. Kind of snaps it a couple times. Did it feel good? No. I'm like, this motherfucker is just going to get me worse. But anyways, um, he's like, yeah, we'll see you back in a week. Bro, I started icing it and all that. Didn't help. I see him back a week later. Nothing. Same thing. So I explained to him that some of my bones hurt um, stretching, like, in my legs area. So I'm like, hey. Doc, I have this this pinch in my sciatic nerve and my groins and I can't run and it hurts. I have to really stretch for like half an hour before I play soccer. He's like, all right, for sure. Let, let's take a picture. Let's uh, let's look at it. Same fucking deal. This guy tells me, you know what? Your pelvis is good. Your hips are fine. Like you just need to stretch. I'm like, all right, dude, I'm giving up on you. There's, and he's like, yeah, uh, let's follow up next week. Every time I go now, it's 50 bucks. So I'm like, fuck that. I'm not going back. And um, I remember, so when I got my wrist done the first time, because this has happened to me before, I went to Mexico. So, boom, lo and behold, I send my mom to TJ. And I'm like, hey, give me whatever desinflammatorio, whatever disinflammatory shit over the counter you get me. Bro, it's been day three taking the stupid disinflammatory medicine and I already feel better. That's how much of a fucking sham this U.S. healthcare is. All these little professionals. I don't care how many awards he had in a stupid wall. He couldn't help me. But anyways, whatever. I'm just kind of bitching about that. And you know what? It's not only him. It's just a whole bunch of other professionals here. And it just kind of pisses me off. And sometimes we have a stigma about third world or whatever, second world uh, healthcare and other places. Man, Mexico is legit. They You walk in with anything. They give you antibiotics. They give you medicine. They're like, knock it off. Um, you know, they go straight for, for the shots too. And they just knock whatever you have, um, you know, on your ass. And so, yeah, my wrist is feeling better, guys. I should be back. Program time, Monday. Let's go. Let's get it. Castro's birthday is the last outing I'm going to have. That's what we always say. But this time I'm sticking to it, man. Uh, moving on, guys. Uh, funny little story, bro. So my grandma has been, you know, man, um, if you guys are dealing with old people, if you have any old people in your lives, you know how that is. You know how dementia is. You know how just having, um, you know, someone older, it could be very fucking difficult having a, um, you know, no matter how much you love a family member, they get to that era, that stage in life, you know, and she's had a long, long fucking life, which is amazing. Uh, but she's at that point where she needs help. Um, so my fam's, my dad, 
mostly has been taking the burden of uh you know helping out my grandma um you know he goes to work day and night then comes back to my grandma so man so my my i've been inspired by, from my dad you know um just kind of taking care of his mom that's kind of how i want to treat my parents you know give my parents everything so it's kind of been kind of cool that way but it just it does become too much it does become too much i know you guys uh if you guys have older elderly um family members so you guys know what it is to um you know to deal with that you know with the non-sleeping sleeping too much the medicine um that my grandma has stages of dementia she's not fully like she's she's still there to a degree but she has got short-term memory loss so she'll be like who the fuck is this motherfucker sitting here and who's this over here and sometimes she sees crazy things she's like who's that little boy right there sitting down i'm like dude that's a pillow What's wrong with you, Grandma? But um, no, she. But she's gotten funnier. Like you know, old people like they just don't give a fuck. She starts talking about like sex and like oh, like schlongs and uh, how much she used to fuck when she was younger. I'm like, dude, what is wrong with you, Grandma? You. But anyways, um, that shit is fucking funny. And what 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 where I'm getting with this is that we brought this lady. We brought this lady from TJ. She needed, um, um, you know, that's what the Urbinas do. We fucking employ people out here. So we got, we got some help for, for my grandma, someone that could, uh, kind of take care of her, um, for like two months. It wasn't too long. It was like, like a month and a half, two months. The lady needed some extra cash. We needed someone to take care of my grandma. We're like, perfect. Come through. The day that she comes through, she brings her stupid little son, like this little, no, I wouldn't say no sabo kid. He's a, he's a, he's a paisita. He's a paisa kid. Um, but still like, ah, oh, man, he's just, he was just a fucking weirdo, man. And you know, yeah, I judge people all the time, but he's just a fucking weirdo. Um, very, it's funny cause they were living on my pad and it's funny when they, you know, strange, they're straight up strangers. They're not family. They're not family friends. So my, my parents had this great idea to bring almost these strangers, uh, the mom and the son to come take care of my grandma and what's weird about that is that this was fucking weird oh super at home like i'm talking about like two three days at my pad already going through the fridge feet up on the couch like oh fully at home like you know comfortable i'm like what is wrong with this fool like you know it kind of it's kind of trips me out how some people could be like that but anyways that's besides the fact so this fool my dad tells him oh if you want to make some extra cash yeah we got some shit for you to do around the house at the shop uh you know, like I said, that's what we do. We help people out and we employ people. So for a month and a half, this fool was doing stuff here and there. I mean, he didn't have a job, but, you know, if we need a hole dug, he was going to dig that hole. It wasn't going to be me. I'll tell you that much. And so he made a little bit of money. So they they left now. But, um, you know, before he left, this fool was like, oh, well, I'm in, you know, the, this great country. They have Amazon Prime shipping, Prime memberships. Like I want some I want to take some stuff back home. So this fool tries to buy a PS5 online. Cool. Buys it on Amazon. And but and he bought some other shit. But the thing is that he left and he so he ordered it super late that uh, he left and um, he, all his stuff um fucking didn't come in on time so he the ps5 now came in so i guess i have a new ps5 now and some other stuff and we we, we had to take it out of the out of the package so that we could like kind of send it to him we're gonna send it to him uh to his aunt's house <laughs> all right guys you might be asking like where the fuck is this going well this motherfucker um decides to order a penis enlargement cream 
order to my fucking house. My mom opened that bottle and like, what the fuck is this? It had like, not only that, there was like other stuff with it too. But like, you're like, I, I wouldn't say Kama Sutra, but there was other sexual things. And we're just, we're tripped the fuck out. I'm like, who fucking does that? Orders like a penis. You got the small weenie ass fool living at my house. Feet up on the couch, eating my fucking food. Oh, and by the way, they can fucking eat. They ate like, bro, like he was like, he's a fucking hungry ass fool. Like he doesn't, like he's never seen, uh, you know, bread and steak and cereal and milk in his fucking life abundantly. But anyways, um, so he buys his fucking penis enlargement cream and we're just tripped the fuck out. We're like, what the fuck? What is wrong with this fool? And you know, it's kind of tripped me out. It's kind of funny to me that, um, you know, that who does that? Who orders shit like that at someone else's house? You know, um, you might be thinking like, oh, why'd you guys open the package? Like, bro, it's our fucking house. It's our mail. As far as I'm concerned, um, as far as I'm concerned, it's my penis cream now. And you know what? I'll probably be doing a review in a couple weeks. <laughs> uh, just kidding, guys. But yeah, we sent it and everything. And it's funny because we took a picture of the cream and sent it to his mom. Like, dude, what is wrong with your fucking, with your son? Uh, oh, you guys might, I guess I didn't mention, but he's 15. So I guess he's that at that age that he's a little maniac. He's a little fucking weirdo. Um, but yeah, we just thought it was super fucking weird. We're like, can't believe we let this fool in our fucking house, but. But anyways, guys, moving on to the total crazy segment of the fucking week, I guess, of the episode. I want to talk about some crazy shit. It's not that crazy. But unless you've been living under a rock, unless you've been, um, you know, MIA or whatever the fuck. Uh, you heard about these Maui fires, about Lahaina being up in flames, about Hawaii being lit. And no, I do not mean Kawabanga motherfucker surfs up. Um, I mean that it's been a fucking, it's been ravaged by flames. It's been, um, it's been a fucking inferno over there. And I really want to talk about it a little bit. Um, August 8th, that's when the fire started. And it's funny because, you know, a week, it started exactly a week ago. We're exactly a week ago that this started. And I was coming into here with a record with my boy, uh, Castro. And we kind of talked about, hey, fool, like, you seen the fires? Like, yeah, 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 whatever. I mean, we had the Canada fires not too long ago. And it's, I guess we're creeping up to that, uh, fire season. I know here in San Diego, we're not, um, strangers to that. It's, um, been quite a while since we had fires like that but they are common we know how they start some motherfuckers like smoking or um campfire or a cigarette whatever and then you cross those with the santa Ana winds and boom next thing you know people are being being evacuated people are being um you know you know, their, their, their houses are um, on fire or in danger, especially we lose a lot of wildlife. We lose a lot of, you know, at least a couple acres here and there. I remember when it affected uh, the casino over here in Viejas Casino and, um, you know, Poway. It's, it's, it's very prevalent. So, you know, here in San Diego, that's something that we've seen. We've seen the orange skies. We've seen the ash uh, fall. But, man, okay, looking into this whole Maui thing, it's been, um, like I said, it's been a week and it is fucking crazy it looks like a war zone it looks like modern warfare 2 um it looks like a fucking war zone it looks like it's been devastated it's been wiped out almost um i know that you know prayers and thoughts out to the lahaina people to the residents and they're fighting a big battle guys i didn't um you know in in, in regards to the fire yes but i ha- i didn't know that they are fighting um other fucking big battles with a lot of you know, for evil forces, I would say, 
And we're going to get into that a little bit, but a little bit about the fires that happened. Like I said, August 8th, that's when the fires first started. It only took a couple hours for the um, flames to engulf all of the Lahaina County. And like I said, man, um, it looks really fucked up out there. It looks like a huge ashtray. Yeah, like a Snoop Dogg ashtray. That's what Maui looks like right now. And... It's fucking wild, man. That's a whole bunch of people, a whole bunch of residents just wiped out from their fucking homes overnight. And apparently how the how it started was with a couple of power, uh, broken power cables, power lines. And I've seen a lot of because I trust the local news. I lo- I trust the local residents uh, doing TikToks or videos or kind of reporting from the island. I do not trust legacy media. I do uh, media deceives. I've said that time and time again so i i'm very hesitant hesitant to um you know to kind of pay attention to um mainstream media like like everybody should nowadays um but anyways i I, i've been seeing a whole bunch of videos of locals kind of seeing how it started kind of um the timeline of how these fires started and you could see that some of the power cables yeah they were like um kind of starting small fires i've seen um residents kind of put them out a lot of neighbors kind of putting out the the power cables and so everybody thought oh you know it's whatever's you know small fire uh no big deal but it turns out a couple hours later next thing you know like these flames are maybe not even there um throughout the whole county a whole bunch of uh fires started and it just picked up really fucking quick and mind you this that they're having also um earthquake winds so very high winds mixed with um fire not a good combination it went like wildfire um started engulfing fucking you know uh, streets by streets by houses by houses and next to you know man you got this huge ashtray and you know uh, people um you know had to evacuate homes as fast as they could you know fun fact about maui and um yeah fun fact about maui i guess is that they have the most sirens in the island of any other place um not only of the islands i believe that they have a very strategic um sirens and um evacuation plans um for wildfires and not only that for tsunamis i know that they're very prevalent to uh tsunamis out there so they have uh sophisticated technology sophisticated strategically placed sirens and tell me why none of them went off they were not sound nobody heard them they did not go off nobody was um you know, it was almost the word of mouth. You start seeing these fucking fires coming. You see, um, then, you know, the neighbors and the residents just start fucking word of mouth almost. So they did not have a, a heads up. And, you know, what's crazy about that is that in the press conference, the um, the chief police was doing um, a press conference and they asked him, hey, why didn't the fucking sirens go off? And he kind of just said that he didn't regret um Sounding the alarms, sounding the sirens, it was not. Um, so you already know that this is by design. Um, you, you know, after some of these things, you start seeing that this was by design. And um, it almost looks like government entities were involved. Not to mention that, that this fucking the commander in chief in charge of this response was the same commander in chief and i don't have his name off the top of my head right now but he's the same one that was in charge of the uh catastrophic mandalay bay shooting in las vegas a couple years ago so it's kind of weird how like okay you go from one uh tragedy to the next you know so 
kind of fucking weird. Um, not only that, during the fire, so I think you're always, I mean, Front Street is a very, it's a main street that um, you're going to probably be, if you look into the story, you're going to be hearing about Front Street, all these residents, um, they were blockaded. So you had a cops blockading the fucking street. People couldn't get out. They couldn't evacuate. They couldn't drive their cars. They abandoned their cars. And that's that famous street that you can see that where all the cars are melted and the tires are melted and the rims are melted. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, and then when the residents asked the the police officers blockading the street, all they could say was like, "These this is by orders. You know, they, they couldn't. There was nothing, um, I guess, hazardous up ahead. It's not like they were blockading like a fallen tree or fire. Nothing. They were just had the uh, the street blocked off, and the residents asked them, and they just, they pretty much said, "Fucking go around or do whatever you gotta do. You are not driving through here, and it's by higher um, up order." So that's when people started abandoning um, their cars and then jumping in water. Man, if you fucking see that, there's a lot of people jumped into waters with their families, with their kids, um, floating on surfboards and on scraps of wood. Man, I don't know if you guys know this, but even the boats caught fire. How does that fucking happen? And I know you might say, oh, well, the wind, you know, picked up an ember and placed it on the boat. Man, the the chances of that happening to all of the boats in the area, very fucking slim. I'm sure that the boat owners try to fucking save their fucking boats, but they, whatever the fucking reason, you know. So at this point, you start adding uh, things up and you start kind of seeing that, you know, maybe this whole fire is uh, by design. And uh, it's just kind of uh, freaky. The more that you look into it, the more fishy things come up. Um, there's a lot of celebrities too that uh, they have big. Uh, they have a lot of land in Maui. They have a lot of uh, acres and acres. And if you're worried about them, don't don't be because their their estates are a hundred percent completely fine. Don't worry about Oprah. Oprah's land, four. No, I'm sorry. She's got over a thousand acres untouched unscathed by this fucking fire don't worry about her she's gonna be just fine which she has been investing more and more um over the last few years and i'm talking few years like at last two years she's been acquiring a whole bunch of land morgan freeman is okay lady gaga will smith all these uh a-list celebrities julia roberts don't worry about them they're they're their estates are a hundred percent fine, and you know you you kind of ask yourself, have they tried to? Uh, I don't know, man. If if that was me, maybe I would be my let my land be of service to the, these residents. But no, no, no. Um, they they said go fuck yourselves. Uh, you know, it's kind of it's kind of crazy. So we have that right. It's it's um. So these elites, these elite a list people, their their land that is literally right there involved in this fires is a hundred percent fine. No big deal, no problem, um, 100% right. So, that I mean, that's just something to keep in mind, right? Um, some of the forces uh, driving this, um, so I have it right here. January 3rd of 2023, Maui announces its plans to become a first American smart city. So, a state-of-the-art AI city. You know, so they have plans to be uh, renew to be powered by renewable energy. They have uh, self sustaining uh, vision for this um, for this island. They want it to be one of a kind. They want it to be sort of like Dubai, but a little bit more than Dubai. They want it to be 
um, like the line. So if you guys been in Saudi Arabia, they want to make a full uh, AR smart city fucking a line that's literally in a line, like not even outside. It's it's in a line and it's a stories high and it's it's kilometers fucking miles uh, long. That's the the concept that they have for Maui, and this has been talked about in the World Economic Forum. You already know those motherfuckers, uh, Klaus Schwab and all those Bill Gates elites. They have a different vision for us. Uh, for the 2030 agenda and i think that this is gonna set the stage i that's exactly why i feel like um and there's plenty of videos on this this is exactly why people feel like these fires were intentional because the because the residents do not want to sell their land i mean and they're diehard residents they're all about maui they have their culture they have their lands they have their uh beliefs and they do not they're not sellouts so the only way to acquire that land is to, you know, by by way of natural disaster, kind of um, make them leave. So that's what's going on. That's what people think is going on. And I mean, I don't doubt it for one second. You know what? And um, the commander chief, like I said, uh, something else. Oh, I'm sorry. Not the commander chief. The governor, this motherfucker, Josh Green. So... He was interviewed right after this was happening, probably the day of, day after, and he said um, that they were already uh, thinking on the, how the state can acquire the land. And, you know, he used all those words. Oh, yeah, we're, you know, I'm looking at how the state can acquire the land and it's going to be for housing and for the residents and for development. And, you know, we got your guys' best interest at heart. Of course, yeah. So... I mean, this motherfucker we can't trust. There's a motherfucker that obviously is in on it. He's already thinking. I mean, th- this is the same guy that proposed the Maui, that announced this the uh, AI smart city in the World Economic Forum, and he's kind of bragging about how it's gonna be state of the art. So the whole concept of Maui and the concept that they want to bring to this is um, I don't know if you guys heard of the 15 minute city concept, in which um, it. It's small cities um, in which you can get around 15 minutes walking. So they want to kind of have, um, they kind of want to use it. They want to push all of these ideas using convenience. They want, that's how they want to market it, right? But it's, I mean, dude, how is that not communism at its fucking finest? They do not want you to travel. They want to restrict travel. They want you to stick to your own city and they, they're going to market it as like, um, oh, well, you know what? You're going to work in your own city. You're going to, um, do everything you want in your own city. You're going to have all the amenities. You're not going to have to leave the island. You're not going to have to leave your city for anything. That's like, if you said, that's like if they told us, man, and even San Diego's too big. I think what they want is literally small, uh, 15 minute cities. So for example, I mean, if you're in the Valley, if you're here in city Heights, if you're in Escondido and El Cajon, wherever the fuck this, I guess that would be kind of like your city. So think of it that way. It's like you can't, uh, you kind of work, you live, all your amenities, everything you like to do, you stay in your zone and you cannot go from community to community. And that's the concept that they have here with Maui. And that's the, I mean, they have been talking about this. I had known about this for quite a while now, but now it really fucking feels like, um, it really feels like they're, that's, that's what they're up to and that's what's next. And I think that the whole AI city, that's where, um, the what they're gonna they want to try it out, I guess. So that's why you see a lot of celebrities having high stakes here, having high estates here, investing in this land. So this um, 
this creates an opportunity for people, right? I heard that realtors, realtors are fucking hitting up uh, residents as far as early as right now and being like, hey, uh, we're going to buy you out. We're going to, you know, um, we'll, we'll give you top dollar for your land or we'll give you anything. Like, dude, any I, 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 at this point, anything that you give these residents is better than nothing because their lands are fucking gone. If I was them, and I think that's their plan too, is to not sell. I think that's um what the residents want. Like, yeah, I think they have the build back uh, mentality just because they're not sellouts. They love where they're from and they have a culture. And I think they're uh, willing to uh, put that on the line. But I just think that it it's going to take a lot for them to stand up to these, um, to these globalists. Uh, but anyways, guys, moving on. Check this out. Next thing that doesn't make sense to me, and I hope it doesn't make sense to you or fucking help me understand this. Tell me why Dr. Miles Stones it must be the hardest working author and writer out there because only two days after the fires, this motherfucker comes out with a book published on Amazon called Fire and Fury. And this book has to do with climate change and global warming and how... It was how the Maui 2023 fires were a direct result about, um, you know, the global crisis that we have going on for global warming. Makes no sense to me. How are you come up with a full book in two days? And not only that, those are the conclusions that you bring is that, you know, that the fire started because of global warming when that's just simply not the case. I mean, I think that. It is very early on into this investigation. I mean, we're only a week into it and a whole bunch of things are popping out. And I think as time passes, um, a lot of things will resurface. And I think it's going to add on to the evidence that, you know, um, this fire was 100% tampered with. It was provoked. And I think that there's sinister fucking uh, uh, forces involved into um, this tragedy that happened. And I think we're going to start seeing more and more of that. Um, I think we're already, man, we already got over the fact that w- who remembers the whole East Palestine uh, train wreck in Ohio, how it poisoned the rivers and the people had no water and fuck, man, we already stopped talking about it. So I think this is just another one of those plays. I think that uh, there's uh, bigger plans involved and I think we should start, um, you know, questioning what's going on and especially don't believe everything that you see on, in the media. We should definitely be uh, doing our own research. And I think that a lot of people are waking up to the fact that there's um, crazy things happening and questioning questioning them and, you know, really trying to get to the bottom of, of, of a lot of things going on nowadays. It's uh it's really a big issue. And that's kind of what I like to talk about every time, you know, there's uh, certain stories like this. It's definitely worth the mention. It's definitely a conversation. It's like, what the fuck do you know? Like what's going on? And I feel like we're going to be seeing more of these tragedies as we lead up to the 2030 agenda, like I said, by your buddies at the World Economic Forum. They want us all to eat bugs and be happy. And, man, sometimes it's a little concerning. You know, I think about San Diego, and I know that's a military town. That's why I think they'd be stupid to do anything here. Um, but it, dude, we're not exempt and we're on the West coast and we have big cities here in California. So, I mean, it just kind of makes you think about, you know, things that they could do if they wanted to, uh, things that could accidentally happen, natural disasters that could possibly happen, I guess. And it's crazy because I've been looking at the weather and they said that there's a big, uh, tropical storm coming to San Diego. Now, does that include fire? 
Like fucking, we don't even know. The, will there be a shark, Sharknado? Or fucking, I don't know. Uh, are we going to inundate? Are we going to have floods? Um, no matter what, we're going to fucking rebuild. Um, <laughs> build back better. That's what we're going to do. But um, I feel like, you know, tragedies like this, when I see them, and these all these so-called disasters, uh, sometimes I feel like we're, we're one big uh, battleship game, you know? Like, we don't really understand how, um, fuck, I guess what I'm trying to say is that we don't really understand how big this affects our life because, you know, we could read about it and I've read about this and I'm looking into it and yet you can only feel so bad about these people because we're not living it, you know, we're not there, our house is fine, I'm ch- I'm straight chilling, you know, I'm in my studio talking my shit and, I mean, it's not until we're put in that situation that we're like, God damn, like life sucks or, you know, that we're really hit hard with that. So I think we should, you know, especially be grateful. Let's be grateful. Let's go out there, enjoy this fucking weekend, live it up. And, you know, um, also keep all those prayers in mind if we can help out. Yeah, 100 percent. We should. We should, we're going to be helping out more than Biden did. Um, I know that much. I know that this motherfucker and I'm tired of talking about Biden. Like it's boring now. Right. But every every so often you just kind of like. Mention his uh stupidity his stupidity nowadays and so the big um the big thing with that is that this fool uh he he's being very graceful he's sending out a big whopping seven hundred bucks to each resident and um involved in this fucking tragedy at the Lahaina uh, County so you got a fucking population about thirteen thousand thirteen thousand people. 700 bucks, 13,000 people. I'm not a mathematician, but that's just under 10 million bucks, you know? When we're selling when we're sending billions and billions of dollars to Ukraine, where I think the total is man more over over 150 billion dollars in aid to Ukraine to a foreign country and our own nation is on fire, literally our own nation is uh you know being devastated. There's no help. I know that the, for a fact that, you know, there was very little help or no help to the Lahaina people. And it, what's crazy about it that I saw from locals is that residents had to get together and locals got together from other islands and from around the um, from around the island. And they started helping each other out. And government stopped all help going into Lahaina. Um, I don't fucking know why make it make sense. So, I mean, it just adds on to the evidence that this was a, you know, premeditated thing and they really want to see it on fire. And it's kind of crazy how, you know, they really do not care about, you know, the American public, about the American people, about our nation, about, you know, literally cities on fire. You got the crime, you got the fires, you got everything is going to shit and uh, it kind of makes you uh, definitely wonder uh, what their what their uh, what their what their vision is? What you know? Wh- where do we stand as people? And and like I said, I feel like it's a battleship. Uh, we're in a battleship game, and right now it wasn't us. But fuck, it, tomorrow who knows? So always be prepared. Always be ready. Have food. Have water on site. And uh, you know, always have a evacuation plan. Fuck. And you know, as I'm seeing this, I don't. <laughs> So maybe that's something I should do with my fams. At least buy some walkie-talkies or some shit. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, it's wild. And, you know, a lot of people, a lot of Maui people or Hawaii people, they're they're upset also with tourists because 
um, there's a lot of tourism still going on, and which is fine. I mean, everybody's entitled to their vacations and to travel and, and live their best life. But um, a lot of people are, uh, the residents, the locals are frustrated that they're going through something big right now, not receiving any help from the government, not receiving any help from their leaders. And yet uh, we are going over there to go swim in their dead bodies. Um, there's a whole bunch of dead bodies in the oceans. And yet tourists are going there to travel, live their best lives. And uh, I mean, that's how insensitive we've become, uh, which is fucking kind of crazy to think about. Um, but anyways, that's about it, guys. Please enjoy your fucking weekend. Be safe. Stay dangerous. You already know. And, um, you know, catch me at the Padres game. Be out there. Uh, maybe I'll buy you a shot. Maybe not. Maybe you buy me one. Um, like I said, send love to my boy, Castro. It's his motherfucking birthday. And it's summertime vibes. Oh, wrong. Here we go. Here we go. Summer vibes all summer long. Let me find out podcast. Please share, subscribe. Castro will be back next week. Send that fool some love. Send them the tanguita. Send them the cash app. All right, homies, we're out. Looking hot, hit the photo and we just don't stop Party until the morning light Ain't nothing like them summer nights I just kicked it at home I polished up the chrome Called the druga on the phone Let her know I'm home alone It's 7.30 and the sun's going down It's a summer night and the fun's going down I pick her up and she looks all dolled up Sitting passenger in my 